Hey everybody, welcome to Selling CBD. I'm your host, Thomas Malloy, Senior Editor with C-Store Decisions Magazine and Editor of CBDRetailTrends.com. We've got a real treat for you today. My guest is Leo Vercoloni from Verc Enterprises. This inaugural edition of Selling CBD is brought to you by Fintech, your one source solution for beverage alcohol management. Alcohol is one of your core revenue generators, guaranteed to drive traffic into stores and increase your overall basket size per customer. Are you maximizing your beverage alcohol profits? Take control of your alcohol ordering process, automate payments, protect expected alcohol margins, and more with FinTech. See why 25,000 C-stores rely on FinTech. Get started today with a free, no-obligation 30-day trial by heading to FinTech.com slash C-Store Decisions. That's F-I-N-T-E-C-H dot com slash C-Store Decisions. And thanks to those folks at FinTech for sponsoring our show, and we're going to get right into it. And today I'm speaking with Leo Vercoloni. He is the uh, CEO of Verc Enterprises. They own several C-stores up in the Massachusetts and New Hampshire area. Uh, Leo, how are you doing today? Good, Tom. How are you? I'm doing fairly fairly good. A um, little bit chilly up here. I understand where you're at. It might be a little nicer weather. Yeah, well, one of the benefits of being uh, owner of the company is you can take a couple of weeks off in Florida every now and then, so... I'm enjoying that today. Well, I'm up north in Cleveland, so it's um, it's not as nice, I'm sure, as here as it is <laughs> down there. Um, so tell me a little bit about the stores first, about your company. I mean, you guys are basically Massachusetts and uh, Vermont. Is that correct? No, actually, Massachusetts and New Hampshire. Uh, my father and brother started the company back in the early 70s, and we've just been doing you know natural growth since then um, in the marketplace where original offices south of Boston by about 30 miles, a little town called Plymouth. Okay. You may have heard of it. The, uh, Sounds like familiar. America's hometown. America's hometown. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've just slowly been expanding. Um, now we're up to uh, 33 locations, um, basically throughout Massachusetts and in basically southern New Hampshire. But we continue to have uh, look for great sites, and we develop them individually. And um, it's been working out well for us. Well, that sounds great. Um, now, lately in the news uh, that I've seen uh, is um, you, well, you guys have been doing CBD uh, products for quite a long time, right? Yeah, and, and, and one of the reasons we did is my uh, wife's brother uh, is a hemp grower out in Colorado, and he's been doing it for about five years. So I kind of was aware of the product and how it worked and, and, and it grew in that stuff. So I've understood CBD for probably a a lot longer than others have. And like, when did, when did it like kind of really take your notice that, you know, maybe this is something that uh, is going to open up and it's, it's going to be market opportunity for, for Verk and for, you know, a lot of other C stores as well. And uh, I mean, so what, when did that, when did that strike you that this is something you should really pr- pursue? Well, as I went out there and had visited them a couple of times and I understood the people that were using it and the symptoms that it worked on, which was anxiety, insomnia, aches and pains and it's a natural plant-based product and uh i just saw it at how it was working in that marketplace and uh you know it, people that use it swear by it and it works and i have some of those symptoms now being 65 and a weekend athlete um i get those those same type of issues and it's worked well for me so that was really you know it's one of those products that i've been using so so where I used to take Advil and Relieve, uh, and that has problems, as you know, um, and they're chemically based. I've switched over to CBD, 
um, similar results and uh, much better farming. So tell me about um, when when did you guys actually start to to feature products on your shelves at at uh, at uh, so stores? We started well. We started just touching base with it probably two and a half years ago, and brought it into a few of our stores. Did some tests with it. And uh, it really didn't do much. I mean, it just kind of sat there, and we kind of understand now why it didn't. But uh, but over time, we started to investigate, and we've probably uh, tried probably eight different product lines over the time. And now we feel we're pretty knowledgeable about it as a company and have really landed on um, three brands, but really specifically one brand that we're trying to partner with out of uh, Burlington, Vermont, called Ceres, C-E-R-E-S. I mean, evidently, I mean, right now for any retailer or a C-store retailer, there's going to be a bit of a learning curve with this, but um, that's now with the prevalence of this of the CBD movement. But when you were starting to do this, I mean, it had to really be a learning curve. Yes, and, and, and the people that, you know, I didn't really know, I knew a little bit about it, but was learning more, but the c- customer didn't really know anything. Our associate knew nothing. Um, but slowly it started to go, and uh, um, as you know, it's a fairly recognizable product, of, of potential product for a lot of people right now. And from the studies I saw, you know, 60, 70% of the consumers would like to try it. So they're just looking for the opportunity. And, you know, there's often a, there's an awful lot of legwork you do when you're starting to introduce any kind of product, but um, especially with this now. So let's go back to Cirrus. Uh, tell me about this company. It seems like from what I've read and you guys' uh, media information and things that you're really impressed with this company, you're very happy with this company, and you're, you're really solid about your decision to start to uh, carry their products. Tell us about them. Yeah, so we, um, you know, I felt that we really wanted to partner with a, a local institution so we went out there and visited a number of companies and went up to the headquarters in Burlington, Vermont. And uh, this company uh, has three retail CBD stores uh, that are CBD exclusive. They also do 65% of the medical marijuana in Vermont. And what I've discovered about the, this product line is you there's a lot of companies that, I'll just flat out say it, aren't legit. Um, their product line, their how they develop their CBD and their testing and, and, and certifications. Um, and if you know anyone that's in the THC business, they're highly regulated, they're highly tested, and they proof out everything. And, and um, so with that, uh, we've had conversations and we brought in some of the product and they're at a more expensive price point than my consumer was used to. Um, so I've worked with them for a while and they've brought on, they've decided to get more into maybe main line um, seesaws and sharpen their pencil and uh, kind of brought their price point down. It's still more expensive than a typical store, but, you know, we, we sell product now in the $25, $30 range. But what I really like about it is it's quality uh, and it's, uh, you know, you know, you're selling the customer an, an accurate product that that's highly regulated and tested and and assured that it's it, it, what's on the can is what you're going to get. And it's and, safe, yeah. Uh, and the final thing I'll add is um, they were gracious enough to allow me to send uh, 18 of my store managers uh, up to their uh, facility and work with them hands-on. And that's what I've found is, you know, 
what's allowed us to become uh, successful with this product is customers will come in and they don't know what they've heard about CBD, but they don't know a lot about it. So they'll ask, well, do I do the tincture? Do I do the salve? Um, I have a, a, a shoulder problem. I have an elbow problem. I have a hard time sleeping. Which product should I take in at what level? So we uh, had a lot of questions out there, our, our managers and our associates. So with this connection, uh, we've addressed a lot of the key frontline issues that the initial questions. And then we also have a, a, a direct line to them, and they're very accessible to educate us about different, pro different product lines or what would work best and suggestions and you know that's been a real help because there's no one in my company we have 400 associates there's no one that can really address this product um about the technical issues with it and them being in vermont in a local company um they're really resourceful so i have really felt good about that and you know today we're selling as much cbd and gum as mints in, in our chain and you know that that certainly is part of the landscape is this um this whole because it's it's been it's it's new it's a new market and things and so these products aren't necessarily known the companies aren't known commodities and it sounds like you've really done the legwork on that to make sure that this is a reputable company and that these are good products and obviously you feel like because of that people your customers are going to pay that that little bit extra that you talked about yeah, and, and, and I really do, and, 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 I, and I think our industry has to be careful about that, too. You know, from what I've read and what I've studied, 20% uh, of the people that take CBD, it will not help their, 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 what their ache of pain or insomnia or anxiety issue is. It won't help them. So it's not going to work. Uh, so if you're going to sell them a product, if you're going to get them exposed to a product, make sure you're giving them a legitimate chance, because if it, if it does work for them, I think it's an awesome product. I think it's better than any of these uh, pharmaceutical chemicals that people are taking. It's a natural plant-based, um, you know, and I think it's, it's great as an industry that we can start selling something that's not bad for you. I mean, we sell enough sin products between alcohol and tobacco mm -hmm. and lottery that now we can have a product that's really helping our customer with some of the issues they face today, and it's a good-for-you product. Um, so with that in mind, I, I really wanted to get a product that I know that if my customer has it uh, and uses it, that um, if it doesn't work, and it may not, um, that at least they got a quality product. They got a quality uh, product that was well-tested and designed, and maybe CBD doesn't work for them. And for those that it does work, um, it's awesome, and, and they'll be very loyal customers at a, at a very – high ticket price with a fantastic margin. And it's something that I think our industry, as we explore this, um, we really want to make sure that we partner with companies that are legitimate and that, that are testing their product, that are certified, that are regulated, and are doing it right. Because um, if not, we don't want to get the, you know, this, this has a long runway. This has a long runway. Uh, and, and we want to be known as, um, a purveyor of this product of, with quality items. And, you know, obviously there's a process in finding these reputable dealers, the better dealers, um, like 
you, you found serious natural remedies. Um, what advice do you give other retailers who are just getting started here and trying to figure out who sh- we should carry, who we shouldn't, who should stay away from? I mean, do you have any advice for, for other C-Store operators uh, on that? That, that's a good question, and and it I, I guess it's going to start with which category. You know, assuming it's not a one to three store or five store chain, then you got an owner operator who does it all, and they should just investigate what they feel sells well in the in their market. Part of that is talking to their vendors and suppliers. But I found out that when I talk to my grocery and vendor suppliers, they don't know a lot about it. Mm-hmm. So you're really going to do some of your homework on it. Um, I think for the for the for the larger size companies and chains that have a marketing department is is think about how you want to place this in and, and how you want to you know be you know you, you need to spend some time and investigate it. I right. I welcome anyone to come visit my stores and see what we're doing. In fact, I'm taking out a subway uh, in one of my locations and going to put in one of these series uh, stores. So where their stores up in Vermont are about a thousand twelve hundred square feet. I'm going to be minimizing it to about four hundred square feet and putting it in that space. And um, you know, we're we're really looking to to do a some good some good numbers out of it. Um, and time will tell how that does. We can talk another six months a right. year from now. We'll let you know. But with that store, you know, I will broaden my exposure to other high-line, high-end products, uh, things like Charlotte's Web and Mary's and uh, CBD Doc, uh, so other high-end prices. And the price points are going to range from $20 to probably $120. So we're, we're looking to really step in, but I, I, you know, I, I think this is a, a you know, it's, it's, it's a big step, but I think at the other end, I think it has huge potential and I think it's going to work for a lot of customers. So we're, we're, that's why we're jumping in with both feet. I did find it interesting that, that you were going to put those little mini stores into your stores. Um, because I remember, you know, many, many, many years ago, I'm not going to say how many, um, when you would not find a food service uh, franchise inside a C-store. So when that started happening, this is kind of like the same type of thing. It's kind of a natural flow, I think, that you're now going to find these little stores in yours. And who, know, who, who knows what other chains are going to start to do this. But um, very interesting thing that, you know, that's going to be one of the franchises as well. It's not just food service. Now you're expanding into, into having a CBD outlet. Yeah, and you know that you're right, Tom. And if you think about it, um, my expense uh, of putting in a CBD store versus a food service. And if you think about food service, you got to think about warmers and bakers and friolators and water pipes and hot water heaters uh, is probably a third of the cost. So it's it's a lot less because you're just taking a yellow box, uh, you know, vanilla box, excuse me, and just putting in shelving and counters. So there's not mm-hmm. a lot to it. Um, so from a expense, uh, a, a, a capital expense of converting that space, if you have the space there, it's not that bad. And the margins are better than food service. Uh, the margins on CBD are 45 to 50 percent. Interesting. With with none of the with none of that hard work. So you know it's it, it's an interesting potential. Mm-hmm. Um, but if our industry can grow in this. I think we can be the leader of this of this product category. Now, tell me, in those stores, are those going to be your personnel, or will they be employees of Cirrus Natural Remedies who are 
and, and either way, I would think you're going to have to have someone in there who knows the product well enough to to address the questions that that a lot of folks are going to be asking because as we said, you know, they don't they don't know a lot about CBD. Customers don't know an awful lot, and they're going to be asking questions because they're not going to know which remedy to take. As you said, there's the tinctures and there's the salves, and there. So, are you going to is the staff there going to be your people who are really knowledgeable about this and well trained, or will they be uh, serious folks? Well, that's a good point, Tom. And we are going to have our people that will be trained by series. Mm-hmm. So we will hire someone. Um, probably send them up to series for about a week, get training and education. They'll probably have knowledge about this product line already, or at least the THC version of, 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 of what that is. So they have a knowledge. They probably have a passion about it. But, no, we're going to run it. And, and the other beauty of this, Tom, for our chain is now we're going to have someone in-house that's really an expert. Mm-hmm. So if other store managers or other Stores. And I have stores that are, you know, three or four hours away, so they're not right there, but they can do a phone call or this, or they can come down and visit my store or those things. And, you know, obviously if I put in more of these, um, it will be successful. But, you know, I feel pretty good about it. I, I really feel good that Series is not charging us a franchise fee or a location fee. Obviously, um, we'll buy more product from our grocery supplier because they're in our grocery suppliers mix. So, We'll just be buying the product through them. Um, but it's that training and education. And hopefully within, uh, you know, I, I don't want to put a timetable, but let's just say eight months to a year, you know, our in-house knowledge of this product will be so strong that I won't, won't need the serious connection, at, at, at least for the, the training and education. Obviously, I want it for the product line, and, and that's important. So, I mean, it really sounds like you're you're not just, you know, throwing this in. CBD, it's all the rage. Let's get something in there and move on. I mean, you're really taking the steps here and the, 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 the correct preparation to do this properly. Yeah, and, and, and part of it is because I believe in the product and I think the product has a long run- runway. But the other thing is, Tom, is if you look at our industry, how we're getting, you know, what's happening to, to tobacco, and what's happening with fuel, with, with electric cars and those things. We need, to be, we need to evolve into other product lines and, um, and develop other product lines. You know, you sell a $30 item or a $35 item, you're making 50%. So you're making $15, $16 profit. Then you've got a customer that likes your product that's going to come back. And by the way, they have friends, relatives, and neighbors who are gonna? Who they're gonna sing the praises of your product line? So, I know. I think as an early adapter, you have advantages, and I'm looking. So that's why I really wanted to land on a quality, high quality supplier because you're not gonna get the long term advantages if you're just going with price points and low quality that that the consumer may it may or may not work for them, but the consumer is not gonna have a high degree of confidence in the product line. Well, I mean, and if there's any industry that has proven uh, time and time again that it it can adapt, it can shift on the fly, it can react to the market, and it can bring new products, different products to help serve its customers, it's the C-Store industry. I mean, they've constantly done that. When you say evolve, that is exactly what it is. I mean, uh, the stores have evolved so much over the past 30, 40 years. It's just just amazing to me, but it's it's been successful, and uh, the 
it, it just really, really is. Um, it's something obviously uh, this industry can do, and I think with CBD, it's already beginning. Like you said, you're taking the first steps. You're one of the, the few chains that is really taking the first steps. But um, it certainly is an opportunity, I think, and uh, I think a lot of folks are going to start to follow uh, suit uh, after you once um, this thing starts getting getting up. Once it starts rolling. Yeah, well, I think, you know, and I'm a, I'm a firm believer in data and numbers. So, you know, I, I have uh, I have some, I am passionate about the product. I, I do feel we have a great partner. But at the end of the day is um, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Or it works at a lower level, it works at a lower level. And I'll, I'll share that information as it comes about. But I'm hopeful that it does. I'm hopeful that we can become. And, and then, you know, where does that bring us as an industry? And where does it bring me as a company? Um, you know, does it allow me to try other types of products and services that are more, let's just say, uh, eco-friendly and more natural, of which our consumer base is, um, mm -hmm. especially for those companies um, that are into food service. Uh, when I was in Colorado, um, the espresso coffee shops, um, if you wanted to get uh, like three drops of CBD into your espresso drink, that cost $2. Wow. I'm telling you, two dollars. That thing, that investment of that supply of putting it in must have been all at twenty cents. So the markup is huge. The people liked it. I tried it a couple of times. I thought it was great. You have the caffeine, but it would tone down that you know that caffeine buzz that you get, mm -hmm. but makes it a little bit more relaxed. Um, but I think there's all types of you know food and products that if CBD becomes more as it becomes more mainstream, you know we're gonna you know put it into our product lines and. And I think that, and you know, at, at, at big margins. So it's evolving. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, now, real quick, we got a few minutes left. Um, with the legal, I don't want to say uncertainties, but just the legal differences across the country right now, um, different states have different rules, different uh, allowances for, for CBD and THC. And um, give us an idea of what you're facing in Massachusetts and Vermont, what the laws are up there. And, um, you know, how, how you deal with that and uh, if you have special personnel trained for that or just give us an idea, you know, for, for other retailers yeah, so it's, to it's, give, give them a know, chance to get in. It's interesting. And, you know, we're in a state, well, one of the states we operate in is THC is legal. The other one, New Hampshire, it is not. And in Vermont, it's not legal either, by the way. Uh, but um, so we have to, you know, certainly the local towns, we, of our 33 stores, uh, there's like four of our stores where we cannot sell a food product with uh, CBD in it. So like the gummy beers or the, the food, the little, um, you know, gummy things that they right. sell. We can't sell them in those stores because of the, the town regulation and how they interpret the state and federal law. 28 of the stores, they're fine. They don't, they interpret different. So I do think there's going to be a clarification that comes out, but I, I, but like a lot of things, Tom, you know, I think the, operators more my size and smaller um, can be the innovators. You know, I understand why a large chain is going to struggle with this um, and, and not really be sure and want to wait for everything to have their T's and I's dotted. And that's great. It gives us a big advantage. And this is why we as smaller operators need to take advantage of that, um, you know, and try to establish a consumer base and, and be a little bit more niche, if you will, get the niche customer to come in and, and try to supply them. So there will be a point in time, um, I don't know how long down the road, a year, two years, where mm -hmm. the consumer will know what they want and they'll just ask for the brand and they'll just buy it. 
but we're not at that point today. And, and this is why the smaller, and I said, you know, as a 33 store operator, I consider myself more as a smaller operator, a hands-on operator, if you will, need to take advantage of this and, uh, and be, be a leader. Well, I mean, as this thing shakes out and it really is, even though we've, made great strides. The market has, has improved uh, exponentially in the past couple of years. I mean, it still has to shake out, especially legally um, with, you know, federal and state, and as you said, even town laws. So, I mean, as that happens, and as the market develops and uh, grows, I think those things are going to happen. How fast? I don't know. And you, I, I think you uh, said that as well. It's just, um, I, I think it is going to happen, though, eventually, because there's too much this product has to offer in so many different ways. Yeah, and it's, I mean, if you look at the, you know, we have beer and wine stores, and I'm sure a lot of our people in our industry have beer and wine. I mean, think about hard seltzers. I mean, that didn't even exist, you know, what, three or four years right. ago. And, and uh, these craft beers that are, you know, just really popular now and, you know, wine in a box. I mean, I think, you know, the consumer of all the thought. consumer changes, they want different things. And if, you know, if you don't if you don't supply it, they'll look somewhere else to that's, get them. That's exactly it. You have to you have to be able to shift and uh, change things around and serve the customer. That's that's what it's all about. Yeah. Well, Leo, I thank you today. Uh, great, great stuff. I mean, you're you're so knowledgeable about this, um, and I love listening to people in the industry who can just rattle things off because they have this knowledge. They've really done their their homework, um, and you are one of those folks. Uh, I really, really thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. It was a good conversation. We've been speaking with uh, Leo Vercoloni. He's the CEO of Verc Enterprises, a C-store chain out of uh, in Massachusetts and a couple of stores in New Hampshire. And uh, thanks again, Leo, for, for being with us. We talked about CBD, and um, we'll talk to you again down the road sometime. Sounds good, Tom. Thanks. All right. Best of luck. Thank you so much, sir. So that's going to wrap up this inaugural edition of Selling CBD, a podcast of CBDRetailTrends.com and C-Store Decisions Magazine. Many thanks to the good folks at FinTech for their sponsorship of the program. See what they can do for you at F-I-N-T-E-C-H dot com slash C-Store Decisions. That's FinTech.com slash C-Store Decisions. Thanks again to Leo Vercoloni for taking time out of his very busy schedule, although he was uh, down in Florida enjoying himself, uh, for taking time to join us today. Thanks, Leo. And uh, thanks to all you folks for listening. For C-Store Decisions and CBDRetailTrends.com, I'm Thomas Malloy. I'll see you next time. 